back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Live from the Mercado by Certified Pete Fontese at 84th and Havelock. This is On the Block. You guys got to get out here. Come by and check out their incredible variety of meats with all types of cuts. Plus, there's some seafood as well. Today's special buy one, get one free on bags of Biltong. Biltong is this delicious type of jerky, low on fat and sugar, but it's extremely tender. We'll continue our conversation here about Fred Hoiberg. Probably, like, like I've been saying on the Ticket Water Cooler the last couple of weeks, probably until there's a decision made, but now that there's decision's been made. I want to continue it because it, it's fascinating uh, stuff to talk about. Um, I guess I want to open up with, with this. Of course, we have Jake Sorensen of Early Break out here, Nate back in studio. Um, so we'll start with, with you, Nate. Jake, we'll circle back to you. Do you view this Iowa game any different tonight than you did now that you know that Hoiberg is returning, or does that not really change too much? Obviously, it's senior night. There's going to be some NBA prospects there. Um, I guess the one fear and, and maybe the one thing that I thought um, could have potentially happened was this movement or, you know, and I didn't expect it necessarily, but maybe less fans in stands. You know, it's the last game of the year. People might want to have their statement. You know, you, you, the way that you make a statement as a fan by not showing up. Um, and so I thought that maybe that was going to be a possibility. I don't think that that was a major fear, but maybe it factored into a degree why they made this decision and made it public before the Iowa game. Yeah, I don't think it makes too much of a difference, Bach. I mean, at the end of the day, if if you're a Division One basketball program, especially in the Big Ten, you play to win the game, right? I mean, that, it's still going to be the reality. That's still the expectation, especially like you mentioned on senior night. I mean, you think these seniors want to go out getting blown out at home to finish the season with one win in the Big Ten? Probably not. The, the biggest question for me is you guys are much more familiar with the Husker fan base than I am, but – my first reaction is, what kind of response do the fans have to this Hoiberg news, right? I mean, it's obviously tensions are high whether you like the return or not. So Hoiberg is obviously he's going to take the court. He's going to coach this team. And if they do go down big early to Iowa, are there boos? Are people going to express their frustration towards Fred Hoiberg? Or is it kind of, all right, Trev Alberts, we trust his process. We trust his philosophy. We're riding with this guy whether or not. But I think from the Fred Hoiberg perspective, that's really what's interesting is last time they played Iowa, it was a joke. Oh, it's yeah. senior night. You're in Pinnacle Bank Arena. You can't have another performance like that, especially when your athletic director just gave you the most confidence that you can have for any game this season. I mean, whether you like it or not, you were probably stepping on pins and needles this whole season. Oh, my gosh, am I going to lose my job whether the buyout is high or not? So your athletic director has full confidence. You're going to go into Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's senior night. What kind of response do you have and what kind of response in turn do the fans have? Oh, there was a, a couple years ago, Bach, you remember this, uh, one of the first or either the last year of Miles or the second last year of Miles, Nebraska also hosted Iowa on senior day, and they got blasted by like 45 points. <laughs> what I was the response? My, didn't Miles keep him out of the locker room at halftime? I, th I believe Tim Miles did not let the team into the locker room at halftime. It did not help. They still sucked in the second half, so the <laughs> message was not received there. <laughs> So the point is, I, I mean, nothing works. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any answers anymore. I mean, I, I full, I'm not. I know this sounds negative, but I'm just being realist. I expect Nebraska to get the doors blown off of them tonight. I, yeah. 
I think they lose by 25-plus points, and I think it's never a game. Um, Nebraska did beat Iowa at home in Fred Hoiberg's first year here. Believe it or not, this is the stat of the day. <laughs> Let's so hear Nebra- it. Nebraska is 6-49 and 49 under t- Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. They started off 2-2. Two and two. They were two and two through the first oh, four yeah, games. Right. They beat yeah, Iowa. Great hire. They beat the fans Iowa. Fans were applauding yeah, right. in the streets. Yeah, and then they lost seventeen <laughs> straight games to end the there first year. Now. But they they had beat they beat Iowa and Purdue. So it was like, all right, yeah, two yeah. and two, let's go. All right, we're good. And then reality hit, and they've won four games since. <laughs> in no, you know, two two years, you know, almost three, four years after that. But but no, I I, I don't think they'll be close tonight. I think this team still is is done for the season. They they might have a little bit of spark that uh, the coach is back, but it hasn't mattered so far. I mean, any spark they find is just temporary, and it all goes back to being lackadaisical, unfocused, selfish basketball, and you just can't change that uh, with five games to go, especially since they haven't shown any signs of keeping that going. So, so what's the response from the fan base then, Jake? What, what do you expect from them? You know, Bach, I, I'll – I guess I'll admit I haven't been to a game since the Creighton game because I've been trying to avoid the pain that yeah. it causes me. I've tracked it. I, I, yeah, I don't want to waste have, my yeah. time with it. But have you? Do you hear any booze at all at games before you stop going uh, to them? Yeah, once once the uh, once the crowd windles down, you can start hearing the loud guys. The, the guys in the three hundred section are always loud, yes. yelling whatever <laughs> they want to. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, once once the crowd dies down, you can hear those guys actually. Right. So I, I I can expect I would expect if it gets ugly, you'll start being able to hear the the vocal um, crowd that's there. I, I I really hope that it doesn't in that way. Um, as we're talking about, you know, we obviously we we've been able to to work closely with some of these Nebraska basketball players, and and they're just great guys. And you know, some of them going out, especially Kobe Webster going out on senior night. I think he's going for his. Third time being an academic All-American. I mean, oh, I thought you'd say it was 13 or night. My bad. Well, I, la- I laughed night. ahead of time. Well, too. it might also be that, too, because <laughs> of COVID and, and situations like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, last I know, Keegan Murray's a mismatch for a lot of teams, but they tried just they threw just about everybody at him um, last game. Maybe um, because there's going to be so many NBA scouts there, and, and Bryce kind of knows this can be the sort of matchup that can raise his stock. Mm-hmm. Um he elevates and can play, but I, again, I don't know. Sometimes we talk about effort, and, 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 and but sometimes it's just the know-how. I, I don't think Bryce struggles, uh, you know, would struggle to defend Keegan Murray because um, of, of the effort side of things. It's just you know Keegan's kind of at that level where, where Bryce is um, still growing to get there. Um, so. But, I mean, they tried Trey McGowan's, and they tried Lat Man. They tried throwing everybody at him. And, and to, to be fair, this was a time um, between two games, I think, and Nebraska included, he shot 29 of 35 from the field. So he was especially hot. My goodness hot. gracious. Oh, I know. He was especially hot during those games. He could have had 50. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the scare is that, I mean, this game, the problem with last game is that it was so bad by halftime that I think Nebraska scored – close to 50 points in the second half and nobody mentions it anymore or, or would talk about it after the game because it was so over at that point. If you remember, Keegan Murray actually had, um, I think, 25 points. or I can't remember the exact numbers, but Nebraska had like 26. You know, So he almost outscored him in the first half by themselves. I just think that it's a mismatch, and it's because of the, they have similar philosophies. Iowa's got a, a team um, that's been recruited to shoot, and, and as long as Jordan Bohannon's there, been there, you know, he's kind of been one of the leaders in that. 
didn't shoot especially well against Nebraska that last game out. Uh, he's done well at Pinnacle Bank Arena in, in, in some of his visits there. Again, there's been about 14 of them because he's like a seventh-year senior. Um, but in any case, he's uh, you know if he goes off tonight along with Keegan Murray, I think it can get ugly. And, I'm, and I am interested, like you're saying, um, to what the reaction will be um, because it, it is interesting. The Husker fan base, there's a large part of the Husker fan base and I hate to say it, and I, I don't think too many of our listeners are fall in this category, um, that will always bleed Husker red. And, and I like the way John Gaskins used to put it, fart the Husker fight song. You know, I mean, they, they, no matter what, um, they see everything through rose-colored glasses. And so now that Trev has moved on and said uh, that Hoiberg's back, they'll be fully into it. They're not, you know, they're not uh, wavering or thinking, oh, you know, who's the next guy? They'll be fully behind Fred. Um, and I, I think we saw that re- reflected with the football team, right? Scott Frost was on the fringe of being fired. We didn't know what was going to happen. I got into the Ohio State game on the secondary market for ten bucks, ten dollars. Yeah. Uh, they come out and announced big spender. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I chose to go. Actually, it's because it was so cheap. Uh, and then they 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 announce obviously shortly after that Frost is going to be back. Next home game against Iowa. The the team's worse. They haven't won since then. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Wisconsin. The next game against Iowa, much less of an opponent than Ohio State, I couldn't get in for less than 100 bucks on the secondary yeah. market. So it's just kind of crazy how a large – I mean, you might even see more fans go to the, tonight's game just to show that they do support the old, you know, the old Nebraska U there. Well, let me, let me ask you guys this because I, I think you're, you're asking this question, Bach, does the game look any differently tonight now that Hoiberg is returning? My main question to you guys is, does this look any different for the fans, right? I mean, say Nebraska does go in, and it's not doomsday scenario like Jake just mentioned. Say Nebraska goes in, they're competitive. Maybe they don't win the game, but it's down to the wire. There's The crowd is into it. The fans are into it. Does that give you any type of hope moving forward yeah. as a fan base? Because oh. that's one of our biggest questions, right, is at what point do you lose the fan base? Because if we're not already there, we're flirting with that line already. Is there any type of optimism that comes from this game if you're able to stay competitive? No. I'll be real. So, I mean, you, think, so you think fans are just completely out? It's done. No, I do, I do, for this season, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. this, the team's 1-15. 1-15, 1-14, whatever 15. they are. 1-15. You know, the, this season has no hope left. The, this season is over. It's just get to the finish line. Let's compete. I mean, I if they win, awesome. I mean, I obviously want them to win every game they have left. I root for it. But, I mean, this the, the fan base is done with this team. This year is over. Last night's news was we're on to next year. I mean, it's, it's like let's compete. Let's go out and finish these last four games and, and go to the Big Ten tournament and go probably one and done. Um, but, no, there's, there's nothing to play for this year still. Right? Well, Am I wrong on that? Is, that? is that too negative? Is that, is that too real? Or well, not? it's interesting because, like I was just saying, with the, sometimes I, you can gauge it in, in several different ways, but the secondary ticket market is, is one way to do it. And t- t- season tickets this year, um, you know, and obviously with the, the first loss to Western Illinois, they've been plunging and getting into games for about seven bucks and five of those bucks, five of those dollars, if you're buying off StubHub or whatever, is because of the fees. It's I mean, you're fees! Paying like, yeah. You're paying like $2 yeah. ticket prices. Right. Thanks to Scott off the text line who pointed out right now, I just went on StubHub. They're twenty-three bucks, which isn't which isn't a crazy value, but for where Nebraska is, and right. uh, you know, <laughs> considering what the ticket prices have been all year, that's crazy. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, maybe I do expect a bigger crowd now that I've seen that tonight. So again, thanks to Scott for pointing that off off the text line. 
I don't know how anybody would be willing to pay, you know, thirty <laughs> bucks to, Iowa fans to go town. in here. Uh, it could be a big, a big, big invasion from Iowa City. That is another possibility. Is that you'll see a lot of Iowa oh, fans in there. I bet it's more black and gold than red tonight. Oh come on, nah, I think that might be excessive. Hey man, it might hey be. man, think about know. it. It's a, it's a, it's a Friday night game. You got a, it's a chance to go somewhere for the weekend. It's nearby. It's a close drive. You know, and Lincoln's a good town. People, Iowa fans like Lincoln. It's a good place. They've had they like of, beating they've Nebraska. Had, they've had a lot of success yeah. here. Yeah. They like drinking yeah. beer and. They like drink it in our area. They like beating us in, in our area, and they like you know just the quick drive back home. So I bet there will be a lot of black and gold. That team is hot right now. Yeah, they just pounded Michigan State by almost thirty points the other day at home on Senior Night for them with Luca Garza in studio. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Senior Night, but Luca Garza was honored there, and they pounded uh, Michigan State. Um, and they have all the confidence in the world they're going to come in here and pound you. So surprise us, surprise us, prove them, prove them wrong. I'm just waiting for this yeah. team. To push back and prove the opponent wrong. Like Chris Collins came in for Northwestern. like when Nebraska got beat by a million by them two, a couple weeks Saturdays ago. It was like, yeah. I honestly thought this would be a good game. He was shocked at how easy it was. <laughs> yeah. We can't have that right, be right. said yeah. anymore. Like, that's why I stopped going to the games because I don't see the effort back up what I want to see in going to a game. I, I don't, if you lose, it's fine. It's the way you lose, though. It's in, it's interesting you said that because I'm getting flashbacks uh, during the Iowa game. Like Box said, the tickets were so expensive I didn't even bother going to the game. So I went to the rail yard and a quarter of the rail yard was black and yellow. I just saw yep. all these Iowa fans. Oh, yeah. It was miserable. And of course, Smothers played really well in the first half. Nebraska got ahead, and then of course I started telling myself, "Okay, they're going to blow it." And lo and behold, they did. And then Iowa fans are drunk running in the streets uh, saying, "Go Hawkeyes!" But that's beside the point. Well, so I mean, I hope I hope you're wrong. I don't know. I, I, mean, I hope like, I'm wrong for too. senior night. I mean, come on! Like, I just, I, I can't in my heart of hearts. Again, this is where we're different, Jake, because I'm more of a glass half full guy. Because I'm just like, it's senior night. I know, night. and I appreciate Hussie, it's that. It's a Friday night, man. Like, we want to see a win. You know what? Shock the world. Nebraska wins tonight. Nebraska money line. <laughs> Call your. It bookie. would be very cool because Iowa be. is. Iowa is ranked. They're the o- this is the only team that's ranked playing tonight. So the eyes of college basketball should be on Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's a national game again, which again hurt hurt them last time. They're not FS1 with that blowout to Iowa. I gotta imagine um, across the nation if you see a Nebraska Iowa game and it's football or basketball, you're just like. Geez, I was. Uh, let's tune in for Iowa kicking Nebraska's tail again. <laughs> just because right. it happens so it's often. About right. My that, goodness. That, that's sad. That's where it is, but that's probably where it's at. And it. it and again, I don't know if that's where it's going to be tonight, but I wouldn't be surprised. I just see it. It's not. It's to me. It's not a lack of effort. Um, you know, I, I think they could put a lot of effort in tonight. I think it's a mismatch. I think they have similar playing styles, and Iowa has the personnel to do it, and Nebraska doesn't. And I think that's always going to add up to a very difficult, uh, difficult score and a difficult watch for Nebraska fans. But hopefully, we're all wrong, except for Nate back in studio, who believes in Nebraska uh, can <laughs> keep it close. He won't go as far to say a win, but he wants the no, they can cover. No. Eh, maybe. Yeah, look, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, they can cover. What's the line? It's like 12, I think. My goodness gracious. 11 and a half, maybe. 11 and a half points at home? Okay, maybe that will uh, take, t- take Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> take Iowa as well. I, I guess I'm yeah. defeated. You know, I, I'm, it sounds I'm, like I, know, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I just, this is why you got you to have the mixture of, of extra Kool-Aid guy and Nate over here. And Bach, yeah. I think, is in the middle. He, he's <laughs> he like, yeah, I see both. I'm the ultra, ultra pessimist and cynic. Nate, you're the 
You're the guy that you know goes to bed and chugs Kool Aid and wakes up with this red stained <laughs> teeth and does it again to, to start the day. And, it's true. And, and then yeah. Box like, yeah, I see both sides here. You're the mediator, right. Box. Yeah, That's yeah. why he wants to have a show with me sometimes and say how how can we have the two completely different narratives? <laughs> how can we burn now, Lincoln to the you ground? Got, you got to realize though, man. I used to be a, I used to be an optimist, and I've, I've been hardened. <laughs> yeah, just you wait till you're 30 years old watching yeah. these right. face. Give right. it seven years of following Husker sports. We'll Turn your half glass full upside down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. A completely that, different mindset. That glass yeah. would be cracked and spilling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Clean that mess up. All right, we are live from the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese at 84th and Havelock, but that doesn't mean we can't do shootout with Strick. Oh, Strick's not here. Well, we'll just do shootout with Bach then. Uh, today, uh, Nate will ask the questions. I'll try to see if I can get the win. Um, it's not like quite like beating an NBA player in a shootout, but I can shoot too. So, uh, so you know, it still takes some pride in your victory if you get it. But I'm going to go ahead and try to get this victory. And then the third caller, I win for the people. Uh, give us a call right now, 402-464-5685 to get in line. First one gets in line, and the winner gets $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. So, uh, obviously, Definitely worth it. Uh, shootout with Bach is on the next on the on the, on the block here, live from the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. <laughs> 